Welcome back in Brady Farkas show here on this Thursday, WDEV, AM and FM and WDEVradio.com. You know, as we move from 2023 into 2024, I was reflecting on a lot of the cool local stories that we've had. I've been fortunate to be a part of a lot of them, right? Sitting courtside at a UVM men's basketball America East title game victory again, game on national television, the Catamount women get into this NCAA tournament for the first time in my tenure here. So that was great. Michaela Schifrin with the World Cup victories record. A lot of great local things. One of the great local stories that we've been kind of following from afar is the story of Elise Berger. Elise Berger is an athlete at CVU. She is a female who is gaining a lot of notoriety for her work playing baseball. She's played on the national team circuit there with USA Women's Baseball and really is you know kind of part of this group of girls and women who are pioneering playing baseball. Well, very recently it became knowledge that Elise Berger had made her college decision and she was going to play college baseball. She was going to play at the D3 level for Bard College, which is a D3 school uh, kind of downstate in New York. Well, Bard College's head coach is my guy, Andy Salvatore, who was my former teammate at Oswego State University. So he is part of this story as well, which is gaining some big national traction. And Coach Andy Salvatore is with us on the phone line now. Coach Sal, how are you, buddy? Doing really, really well, Brady. How are you, man? I am doing well as well. It's good to talk with you again. And, you know, it's really kind of interesting the way that uh, all this comes together, right? This national story with our local tie, and you're involved as well. So let's talk a little bit about Elise Berger, the baseball player, first. When did you first see her? When did you first find out about her? Talk to us a little bit about kind of why you wanted her in your program coming up next year. Yeah, I mean, I think for us, there there was kind of a, our staff had kind of reached out a little bit and she wound up coming to our camp, uh, not this past summer, actually the, the one prior to that. So it would have been her sophomore going into junior year. Um, and, and we run our, our, our kind of annual kind of late summer prospect camp. Um, she, she came to that. And, and I would say that that timeline is pretty early compared to, um, you know, what our general recruiting is like generally at that time we were really on, you know, who would have been the guys that are coming, um, you know, this past uh, year. Um, but she kind of got on our radar really quickly. And uh, it's funny, I was watching her pitch, obviously, at that camp. And I was behind umpiring from behind the mound and just saw the stuff and the stuff kind of stood out right away. So, um, yeah. You know, I have never seen her pitch personally. I've been following this story. I've read the stats. I've read, seen the interviews, MLB Network, the stuff with the USA baseball stuff, pitching in kind of the, the baseball world cup. Talk to me a little bit about this stuff. I mean, I go to college and I remember myself being 82 miles an hour or so. She's above that. So, I mean, she's a legit prospect. Isn't she throwing like almost eight? She's like mid eighties. It's honestly, man. I, and I would even like, the the number part of it yeah like that's right around the realm right like to me i think what stood out was that it was in that realm and you kind of mentioned back to kind of your stuff and what you were like that that's kind of what i felt when i was standing behind the mount umpiring right was just like being able to see the locating you know the three like locating three pitches for strikes like consistently like for an inning two innings it's like yeah i mean like that's what we look for you know so i mean it was pretty it was pretty simple from from there it became a pretty big deal last year. There was a woman whose name escapes me now who went on to play Division yeah. One baseball at Brown. And I want to yeah. say yeah. she was the first 
woman to go play Division One baseball. So this is Division Three. It's not Division One, but this has become a huge story as well. Elise Berger has been on MLB Network, and she's sitting down with Matt Baskersian last week on MLB Network talking about her decision to play college baseball. Are you surprised at how big this story has gotten? Um, I would say yes and no. I, I mean, I think it's it's certainly not um, every day that, that you see this, right? But But again, I think from our perspective from day one, like it was just always like her as a player and her kind of meeting kind of the benchmarks and things that we look for. Um, I think one thing that I noticed certainly, like I just went and watched her play um, basketball actually last week and it got a chance to spend some time with her and her her folks. And it's, it's pretty clear that she's, you know, her, like as a person, character, very high level, like just just exactly kind of what we look for, and and it's 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 not shocking that she's a pioneer kind of in, in what she's been doing here. Like I think she's wise beyond her years there, and and, and that's pretty clear. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think from a like I said, when when we saw her kind of a year prior to the guys that we were looking at at that time consistently, and, and she kind of was somebody that we were like sat down in the office afterwards and we we're like like pretty good yep. that was pretty good you know like we you know like there's no reason to not um so yeah but like even like olivia who's at brown like you know we we saw her um the uh high academic kind of baseball recruiting realm is, is pretty tight-knit and, and like so whether it's going out to stanford's camp or her or head first honor roll camp or showball like there's these different kind of third-party companies that run these high academic events um and, and you, you come across you know i would say in the time that i've been at bard we've seen maybe four, five, six, somewhere in there of, of girls that are like, you know, participating at, at varying levels. Um, but I would say, you know, for me, you know, Olivia and, and certainly obviously um, Elise kind of stood out to us and um, yeah. It's a great story and it's only going to get better when she actually gets to college next year. You mentioned her as a basketball player. She had 16 in the championship game with that tournament. She yeah. plays for CVU, which, you know, as all of our listeners know, is the best program in the state. We're talking with Andy Salvatore, who's the head coach of Bard College Baseball, where Elise Berger is going to be playing her college baseball next season. You know, uh, Andy, she's clearly kind of well-versed in this world, right? Dealing with male coaches, dealing with the publicity, dealing with the male-dominated world, relating to her guy teammates. She's she's already good at that stuff. Is there anything you think you'll have to adjust on your end who's not as used to it? Um, I, I'm sure yes. I'm sure the answer to that is yes. I think one thing that we did um, really early on in this process, again, because we were we were really serious from from a baseball standpoint that this is something that we wanted. So, you know, we had a kind of a conversation with the guys on our team months prior to at least deciding that Bard was where she wanted to be. Um, just saying, Hey, like, this is something that we're, that we're, that we're do hopefully doing, you know, like that this is coming down the pike and, you know, certainly it's um, a little outside of the norm. So we had, you know, kind of had a group conversation with, with the guys in the team and, and that went really well, man. And it was, it was pretty much just like a, you know, if she can help us win, let's, let's do it. You know? And I think certainly there, there, there will be some, you know, little, little tweaks or different things we have to do here or there. But to me, I think it's, it's, it's minimal. And I, again, I think kind of like to, to how you reference where it's like, she's, she's been doing it, man. Like, and I think, um, you know, from everybody we've talked to, um, you know, she's been doing it at a high level and, and that's kind of what, what we expect. And, and we'll certainly do anything and everything we can to, to make, to make things as, you know, normal. And I, I honestly, I think that, that that's how I would kind of describe this process with, 
with her throughout. It was, it's been very normal, no different than anybody else we've ever recruited. Like she's been in contact with, with our other commits and they've already kind of, you know, started their, their conversations. And so, yeah. What's kind of the, uh, the typical timeline for a barred college baseball player. Will I be seeing her getting eight starts next year as a freshman or do we have to work our way into things here? So by senior year, am I going to be calling you again in four years to be talking about a Liberty league pitcher of the year? Where are we at here on how, on potential innings here? I want to know how much I should be following. Yeah, no, I think you should be following right away. I mean, I think for us, and, and I think it's, you know, as you know, I mean, I think the innings are, the innings are earned on the field, you know, obviously, you know, they'll get here in the fall and, and that's kind of what fall ball is for us to kind of see who's got what and who can fit where and what, what each roles are. But again, like, I, again, it's, we, from what I saw, like I said, and I, and I'm, I'm glad that you referenced kind of like what we were at this level. And I feel like that's like what came to my mind is like when I was on the mound, like being able to, you know, locate two to three pitches for strikes consistently, work quick, like, you know, kind of all the things like, again, the radar gun certainly helps. Right. But again, like it's not, it's not the end all be all. And, but it's at the same time, she's not, not in the realm where she needs to be there too. So um, yeah, no, we're, we're really excited. Certainly good stuff. A lot of people in the state of Vermont excited too. Um, this is a number of years ago, and I think weather even washed it out. But I remember that uh, Norwich University, where I used to coach, was supposed to come down and play you guys a handful of years ago, like late February, early March. Are there any chance we're going to get a Norwich Bard series rekindled? Because I'd love for you to end up in Northfield for a game so I can go watch you play on our home soil here. We, we certainly can. Um, I think the thing for us uh, about traveling like a lot of our non-conference happens typically before we go on our spring break trip um and because we have all like all, an all turf yeah true know, two million dollar all turf facility not that it doesn't make sense for us to go elsewhere like we certainly can but i mean we just have so many people kind of knocking our door down to come and play here uh that we, we typically play a ton of home games so that's nice for you. A little less good for me and my travel schedule, but we'll see if I can, maybe, maybe I can parlay a team bus trip. If he ever gets on the schedule again, uh, Sal, I'll leave you with this. The people want to know the people like to hear the story. So go ahead and give your honest assessment or recollection of Brady Farkas, the college baseball player. Good man. Solid. Like like guy filling up the zone, doing what we needed to do. I I don't. Yeah. Again, I, I, we were, we, I, I feel like we were very similar, honestly, like very similar, you know, kind of righties, low to mid, low to mid eighties. Kind Good of, change ups. Changing speeds. Yeah. Change up was my, was my deal for sure. I was telling the story. I don't know if you remember this. I was telling the story recently about, do you remember when I got the yips freshman year, like the true yips, like could not even play catch. We were in the Romney field house, could not play catch, couldn't throw to second base. I almost hit everybody in the head. We had a four. I was the only guy who did not get in the game on our spring break trip to Florida. My freshman year, I threw a 45 pitch bullpen like two days before we left. I threw like 10 strikes. They were all on curveballs. I could not throw a strike. It was the worst moments of my life. I felt like Rick and Keel. It was horrible. I wanted, I almost quit that moment. It was uh, awful. I don't know if you remember that, but I will never forget. I, it, I don't, I don't remember it being as bad as you remember it. It's yes, it was that bad. Yeah, no, I actually, I actually just got off the, the phone, phone with Starkey a little while ago too. So <laughs> he's, uh, he's doing well.
Well, I'm glad to hear that, that our old teammates are doing well. Hopefully no one remembers it, except for my throwing partners. I know they remember it because they were chasing the ball every other, uh, you know, every throw. So there you go. I wore out my arm in the batting cage that year, just throwing yeah. to nets by myself, trying yeah. to gain confidence. So uh, after hours. So and Andy Salvatore, what's that? You and the catchers. Yes, me and the catchers. Well, Andy Salvatore. Uh, Bard College baseball coach is going to be coaching Elise Berger, Vermont native, CVU product. We'll follow her in her senior year this upcoming spring. We're going to keep mentioning her name as it relates to CVU girls basketball, where they are certainly in the position for another state championship this year uh, under Coach Otley over there in Hinesburg. So, Coach Salvatore, man, it was great to catch up with you. Appreciate it, and I know we'll be checking in again soon here over the next couple of years as we continue to follow Elise Berger. For sure. Thanks, Brad. Appreciate it, man.